0: with your host Nick Scortino. So, today we have a uh, little bit of a different show in a you know, I don't really know how to put that, but in a little we have a little bit of a different show. Um going to be talking a little bit about the uh, 20, 2022 um World Junior Championships going on right now. Um you know, some keys for the United States to um, have success against um I believe it's uh, the check, the checks. So, you know, we'll be talking about that. Um, a few things talking about uh, the offseason. Um, Chicago Blackhawks have signed Jack Johnson. Robert Leonard is going to be um, out for the entire season where Vegas might go with that. Uh, Mark Streifle is excited for um, his fresh start that uh, the Winnipeg Jets will have. We're going to be talking about um, Jonathan Huberto and Ben Lovejoy. And um, then we'll be pretty much ending the the show this week with, um, as I said last week, more uh, the third and fourth round of that mock draft that I was reading um, before uh, last week. So we uh, are going to be diving into those. I'm very excited to get into the mock draft because I'm – uh, excited for, uh, fantasy hockey to come back. Um, I didn't play last year, but I'm definitely going to play this year. And yeah, as of right now, the only fantasy thing that I do is right now, uh, I do fantasy football and right now I'm doing a uh, fantasy premier league. Uh, so I'm also a big soccer guy. And, um, you know, this weekend too, I was, uh, lucky enough to go to a, logic concert logic and Wiz khalifa concert so that's what uh you know that's how i spent my weekend i'm sure a lot of you had uh some pretty cool things to do so before we dive right into everything we're going to take a little break and we will be right back
1: what's up guys it's from chop sports and today i'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at absolute eyewear You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturge sent you. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturge, again, and today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through prestige tax group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable. They're very experienced. And of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com.
0: And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So um, the group stages have ended for the um, 2022 World Junior Championships, and the actually, I believe it's the might be the quarterfinals. It is the quarterfinals. So I stand corrected. It is the quarterfinals. Uh, Finland will. uh, These games are all happening today. Um, Finland will be taking on Germany. Actually, that game is currently going on. Um, Sweden will be playing Latvia at 3.30, Canada versus Switzerland at 7, and the United States versus, uh, the, uh, Czech at 10.30. So, uh, pretty much, you know, these rosters, uh, for this have been pretty solid. Uh, notable names, uh, that are there are, um for Canada, Connor Bedard obviously the projected number 1 overall pick uh coming up next season. Uh for the next draft, um Kent Johnson, Mason McTavish, um Brennan uh Othman, Uh that's pretty much it for Canada. Um I mean, then obviously from the United States, it'll definitely be um What's it called? Logan Cooley, who was just uh, recently drafted to Arizona. And uh, Luke Hughes are probably the two that have been headlining uh, that for the United States. So obviously, you know, I'm very excited for Luke Hughes. He's been playing very well for uh, the United States. And um, so there are um, three, apparently three keys Uh, to success for the United States, Um, according to this NHL.com article. It's um, first one is pedal to the metal, and pretty much it's just, you know, uh, the United States has to play hard, uh, fast, and um, physical hockey for the entire game if they want to uh, be able to get something done. Uh, then the, uh, second key is something to prove. Um, I mean, you know, there's always something to prove with, uh, young talent like this all playing together, uh, under the United States. There's always something to prove. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you can play your best hockey and, you know, they've obviously been doing that. So it'll be, uh, cool to see how this pans out for them. And the third one is clicking combinations. Um, so obviously there is a whole lot of uh, different, uh, what's it called? Different lines. I don't know why. I don't know why it took me a while to think about that. But a whole lot of different line combinations that the United States uh, coach Nate Lehman has been working with, and you know he's been doing very good so far. And it'll be interesting to see how they line up tonight. So stay tuned for that coming later tonight, and. We will be now moving into the still some of the biggest offseason questions that are still going on in the NHL. Uh, which number one, obviously, is where will um Nazim Kadri land? Uh, Kadri is still a free agent right now. Um, he definitely still has a, a bunch of teams uh, going after him and. Right now, it looks like the um, New York Islanders are the front runners to landing him on a what would be a seven-year deal in the forty-nine million dollar range. And Colorado has also put uh, uh, reportedly put an extension closer to four years, twenty-four million dollars on the table. So, as of right now, those are the only two known deals that we have right now. It's not necessarily they might not be real deals, but these are some of the deals that he has on the table. Do you take a long term contract to maybe go figure it out in New York or do you go and stay where you want a cup uh, out in Colorado for a, a little bit of a lesser contract? Uh, me personally, and this is not me, this is not Nick the Devils fan, this is Nick the hockey analyst. Um, I just think, you know, I'd take the four year, $24 million to go stay in Colorado, but. I think that's because uh, Colorado can definitely make another run. Um, they have a fantastic team, Rantanen, McKinnon. Uh, they held on to a few of their guys. Uh, fortunately, they lost a few pieces due to free agency, but that's going to happen. And shoring up that number two uh, center role with a guy like Kadri, who's already been in the system, knows uh, you know how this player operates. I think it would be great if he stays in Colorado, but – you do, you never know what he's thinking, and he is definitely in line to cash in uh, somewhere if need be. So, but you also th- think too most of these teams that want to sign Kaji are going to have to move a few pieces around before they can even make that deal because by now most teams are pretty much cap strapped because they uh, have signed a lot of free agents uh, so far throughout this free agency. So, we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, it is kind of funny that Lou Lemarello is back in the running for him because uh, Lemarello signed Kadri to his uh, the deal that just expired, which is a six-year deal worth um, $27 million. Uh, that was the one he signed uh, when he was in Toronto. So we'll definitely uh, be keeping an eye on that race. Uh, there are still veterans uh, who need to sign new deals. Uh, Phil Castle. He'll definitely be a. Uh, it'll he'll definitely be an interesting um, player to figure out where he plays because he might just want to try to go sign a, a veteran minimum to go play for a, a contender, or uh, you know, and I mean he's coming off a fifty-two point season, so he uh, he definitely can help still help a team uh, down the road. I I think a, a team that might benefit from him. Um, Definitely Devils. Uh, you can never go wrong with more uh, veteran wingers and veteran veteran leadership in that locker, uh, young locker room. I think the Rangers would definitely be uh, interesting. Um, Colorado might be an interesting destination as well. You can never really rule out Tampa ever. Um, but, yeah, as right now those are a few um, teams off the top of my head that I can think of that he might make a pretty big impact as a third or – Fourth line winger, Um, Paul Stastny is uh, still a free agent as well. Um, He'd definitely help out a lot to a team with a lot of young centers, and uh, you know, teach them the ins and the outs. And I think that really helped them, uh, whatever team he goes to, uh, help those centers develop a little bit more by getting to know, uh, getting to see how Stastny operates and what uh, needs to be done for, um, them to succeed, uh, PK Subban is on this list, um, uh, to be honest, I don't really know, I don't know where he's going to go, I really don't, um, he's finally off his his giant contract that had a, a $9 million cap hit, but I don't really see him being a, I see him being a third, uh, third line, uh, blue liner for somebody I don't see him being anywhere remotely close to a two or a one and because if you want somebody to quarterback your power play it's pretty good to have him he's he's not uh he's pretty good with that but other than that his defense sucks so I don't really see him I see him obviously uh Florida would be a pretty good option uh because they just traded Mackenzie Weger but florida's had florida has had mediocre defense for the last few years i don't think you want to add another uh aging mediocre defenseman to that locker room but all depends on uh money with him i think uh and where he would like to go but uh two guys that have been around the league for a while but still do not have contracts are um joe thornton and zidane Chara. like i said before for uh First two guys might be good to take. The, have those guys come in um, to a young, a little bit of a younger, younger team to show uh, show them what it uh, what's needed to be done to become champions. Uh, I think this might be a little uh, outlandish, but I really, I really think the uh, Arizona Coyotes could use a veteran guy like that to help usher in this new generation that they're trying to build Um, but they also might just want to go win a cup so there's nothing wrong with that either (laughs) Um, so yeah and obviously there still could be more trades uh, that go on Um, right now Arizona uh, again Arizona still has uh, Jacob Chikrin on their roster and he was drawing a lot of trade interest. So um, he had a fantastic season uh, this last year, uh, 18 goals and 41 points in 56 games. So, you know, he had some injuries, but he, uh, he's only 24 years old and he's one of the better young defensemen in the league. Uh, he still has a whole lot of, uh, He's got a pretty pretty high ceiling right now, and he's got three years left on his deal. And I think he would be a pretty interesting trade topic. Uh, you're definitely going to get a lot back for him. So we'll see what Arizona decides to do. They can uh, get a pretty decent amount of draft capital back for him or uh, maybe some other uh, players that they may need. So... Uh, then, obviously, there is J.T. Miller. Um, he is probably still on the trading block for Vancouver. He's entering the final year of his deal. Uh, maybe a – honestly, at this point, I think he may be a uh, a deadline de- uh, deal. Keep him on that expiring contract. You might be able to get a little bit more for him at the deadline if you can't get any, uh, what you want now. And, you know, there's really nothing – too crazy about this one they don't i don't think vancouver sees sees himself signing him uh long term you know he uh this past season he had 32 goals and 99 points in uh 80 games so pretty good stats but he uh it it could just be a fluke season for him and that's what happens in the world of sports (laughs) but you know not much you can really do about that there for uh, if you're a Vancouver Canucks fan, I'd I'd personally say, fuck it, trade him. Now, try to get something back now instead of letting him play a season where his value can drop because right now his value is pretty high and that's based off of this past season he had. So I think if they're smart, you go all out trying to find a uh, – trade partner for him and there are definitely plenty of teams that could use a, a winger of his capability but probably not for the price that they're setting for him the so uh continuing down this list um there are still a bunch of restricted free agents that are not signed jason robert robertson um of the dallas stars is still not signed to a new contract um he had a fantastic uh, season uh, as a and secured himself a top line role uh, with the Dallas Stars last year. And but Dallas does have some caper strengths because they still have Tyler Sagan, they still have Jamie Ben, and they um, they could do a short term uh, bridge contract for Robertson. But I don't know. It may be better if they if uh, if they could find a way to f- sign him long term, but that's the uh, it's the issue because they also need to sign uh, Jake Ottinger to a to a deal, and Ottinger was a fantastic goalie last season for them. I mean, he was half the reason why they were uh, so good in the playoffs too. I mean, that final game that they played in the playoffs, I think he made like sixty something saves which is like unbelievable that that even happened and props to him but uh, he should he should get paid. Uh he's a 23-year-old goalie. He had a uh .914 save percentage and 2.53 uh goals against average. So and he was 30-15-1. That's fantastic and I think he deserves to get a a pretty good contract cuz they uh they need to hold on to that dude for as long as possible because he's a, he is a fantastic goalie and there's not I am I'm, I'm struggling to to say like I feel like I, I I'm definitely saying just the same thing over and over again but I am struggling to come up with new things to talk about how good he is as a goalie. Um, he's a fantastic dent-minder for them and you you don't want to lose those types of things because it sucks when you do when you don't have that type of person in net. And you do not want to lose that especially as of now when he's, you know, 23 years old. So, uh then Noah Dobson, uh who is a standout defenseman for the uh New York Islanders as a free agent. Um he doesn't officially have a new deal uh either. But uh I mean, the Islanders have been pretty quiet on that. Um there is speculation that Lou Morello has uh, an agreement in place with him, but it has not been revealed. And the Islanders also have uh, another restricted free agent in Alexander Romanov, who they traded for. Uh, the only other ones that are still restricted free agents, um, Kirby Doc, uh Philip Sedina from Detroit, and Rasmus Sandin uh, from Toronto. And obviously Kirby Doc is now in Montreal uh, as he's a part of the Alexander Romanov trade. Um, and now going into some holes that are currently left by uh, some teams that are going to try to contend. Um, the Wild didn't really uh, do too much um, to fill the void left by Kevin Fiala, who was traded to... Uh, the Kings, they moved Cam Talbot to Ottawa and are hoping that Marc-Andre Fleury can become back, uh, can become the Pittsburgh Penguins, Marc-Andre Fleury, who helped them win those uh, championships. So and beginning of the uh, Golden Knights, Marc-Andre Fleury, because that Fleury was fantastic that uh, inaugural year when they went to the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, but. You know, they uh, they definitely have some uh, problems, and a lot of it too is cap space. Uh, right now, the Ryan Suter deal and the Zach Parisi deal are still uh, on the books for them. So, we'll see how they manage cap hell because they are the number one people in <laughs> number one team in that right now. Um, then obviously, uh, to the everybody's hoping that uh, Winnipeg will uh, return to the postseason. Uh, Mark Scheifele is ex- very excited uh, this season. You know, they um, he's entering his twelfth season, and he will play for the new coach uh, Rick uh, Bonus, who was hired July third, and it'll be uh you know, it'll be interesting to see how the Jets operate this year. Um I think they may I think they may do pretty well. So um yeah. The I think the Jets can bounce back. Uh finally the last piece of that is that Robin Leonard is now out for the season after getting um I believe it was uh hip surgery. Yeah, so he's out. They um So they have Lauren Brossois and Logan Thompson uh, on their roster as of right now. And they also signed uh, goalie Michael Hutchinson to a one-year contract July 13th. So it will uh, be interesting to see what Vegas does, honestly. Uh, Leonard's been very good for them when healthy, but that's the issue. Uh, He was not healthy at all. And it's been a struggle with that. And they've had a whole lot of injury problems these last few seasons. Um, You have the whole, you know, you traded for Jack Eichel. But the other thing, too, is you are still kind of in cap hell, even getting uh, Evgeny Dadnov off your uh, books. But we'll see what happens with Vegas. We'll see if they make any more additions uh, throughout the rest of the summer. Uh, Finally, the Chicago Blackhawks agreed to a one-year deal with Jack Johnson. Good deal with them. It's a uh, $950,000 cap hit, so uh, good veteran leadership to uh, help out that young rebuilding team. Really not much more to say about that. Um, You know, can definitely help out the uh, defensive woes that are the Chicago Blackhawks, Uh, other than, you know, they still have Seth Jones, who they're paying a Fuck ton of money, but, you know, Johnson just won the cup with Colorado, so I think he'll be a uh, pretty good addition to that team. Now, uh, the other biggest news that has come out was that Jonathan Huberto uh, pledged to donate his brain for CTE research. Um, So he donated his brain to Project Enlist Canada for research on brain injuries, uh, which includes um CTE or chronic traumatic um encephalopathy I think I said that right. I mean I did a I think I did a project on in school on CTE at one point, but um Project Enlist Canada is a program created by the Concussion Legacy Foundation Canada and it focuses on military veterans and helps research researchers better understand CTE. Um Traumatic, traumatic brain injuries, and post-traumatic stress disorder. So, I mean, Huberto is one of the, uh, you know, stars of the NHL, so it's interesting to see a um, type of guy like this do that. But, um, you know, uh, I, I like to see this happen because CTE has become way more prominent in these physical sports like football and hockey and honestly, um, there may be some cases in soccer. I'm I'm not entirely uh, sure how accurate that is, but um, he becomes uh, one of the players to do to donate his brain. The first player, however, however, was Ben Lovejoy who donated his brain in uh, twenty seven December uh, twenty seventeen uh, December seventh twenty seventeen. So these two guys definitely have, um, you know. Open the door for this type of research because it'll be interesting to see, um, like it'll be interesting to see what happens with all this and how different it becomes. Because uh, now, when obviously when they pass away and stuff, and they uh, scientists get their brains to, you know research and analyze and see what effects playing the sport uh, had on them, it, it's definitely going to open up a lot of, um, you know, it's definitely going to open up a lot of doors for how these sports can be viewed and what type of uh, damage it does to the brain. So uh, I applaud both of these players for doing that, and it's um, – Hopefully it helps um, progress the research towards uh, finding cures or finding ways to uh, stop CTE from happening. So finally, the uh, time has come. We're going to go over rounds three and four of the um, mock draft that I uh, talked about last week. So... Started off, uh, round three was, uh, the 25th overall pick was Ilya Sorokin, uh, goalie from the New York Islanders. Uh, To be honest, there are some goalies in these next, uh, in three and four that I'd probably take over Sorokin. Uh, Last season, Sorokin did not have a very good year. Uh, I do not think he's going to bounce back that well this year. Um... So I, I think you could have, and some of the players that are picked after him, I think would, uh, definitely would have been a lot better. So uh, 26, Artemi Panarin. I think he might actually have a bounce back year next year. Um, having some more uh, offensive help uh, on the Rangers by getting and Trocheck might help as well. And I think that he can have a pretty solid year next year. Alex DeBrincat at twenty seven. Uh, that's also that's a very good pick as well. Uh, he's coming into a new system. Won't be stuck on Chicago. Uh, Ottawa is definitely on the rise. Um, they've acquired a whole bunch of different pieces now, and they're starting to look like a pretty well uh, put together squad. So I uh, I think DeBrincat could uh, pop off next year. Twenty eight is uh, Juicy Soros. Um, Pretty good goalie, Uh, pretty consistent for Nashville, but uh, like I said with Sorokin, I think there are some other goalies that you could take over him. Uh, 30th overall pick is my boy, Jack Hughes. Um, He hopefully is poised for a very good season. Um, Really all depends on health. Uh, That's what kept him out most games last year, Um, that whole – Dislocated shoulder, and then uh, was out for the season. After that, uh, after a knee to knee, so if he can stay uh, stay on the ice a little bit more, he's definitely going to be a uh, solid offensive option. Then we've got uh, thirty one Patrick Kane. That is a uh, another good pick. Pa- even no matter who Patrick Kane has on his line, he's a disgusting right winger. So he's gonna he's gonna go pretty high uh, he's gonna go higher than some of these guys um 32 overall is uh andre svechnikov um good physical winger for the carolina uh i think he'll definitely score a little a uh, little more goals this upcoming season but he is a uh he's a good winger he's a good young winger uh carolina's a really good team uh Rod Brindamore does a fantastic job uh, conditioning his players, so Sashnikov is definitely a great uh, winner to have on your fantasy team. Uh, John Carlson is taken with the 33rd overall pick in this uh, draft. Good offensive uh, defenseman. Um, You didn't really hear too much from him last season, but uh, who knows what what might happen this season. He may uh, do pretty good. He may not. Uh, That one's kind of a question mark, honestly. Um, don't really know too much about him in terms of how he's going to bounce back or, you know, play this upcoming season is what I meant by that. Uh, 34, fourth overall pick, JT Miller. But to be honest, he, he may be off of Vancouver. So that may that pick may change depending on where he ends up, if he ends up somewhere or uh, what happens. Uh, 35th overall pick is jack campbell um i think jack campbell might be i think jack Campbell's a little bit better than Sorokin right now but that could change uh edmonton's defense is still a little shaky but so was toronto's and he played pretty well for toronto so i think uh, i think campbell should be taking over Sorokin and Soros. but uh that's a pretty good pick for the uh, 35th overall when uh you goalie And the final pick of the third round is David Pasternak. So that one is interesting because he said he didn't want to play for the Bruins if they still had their general manager. And they still have their general manager, and there's been no talks of a contract extension for him, or at least none that I've heard. So he may be on a different team. That may be one of the bigger trades coming in the uh, NHL in the offseason. But it's kind of weird seeing him not on the Bruins, but he's made his stances very clear, and I I don't blame him. So, But he's a fantastic winger. Uh, He's got really good stick skills and a wicked shot. So definitely a good pick uh, at the end of the third round. So going into the fourth round... We have the 37th overall pick, Jake Ottinger. So I, as I stated the when we were talking about the last round, I take Ottinger over Soros. Actually, I take I take Andre over Sorokin Soros and Jack Campbell. Ottinger's a fantastic goalie. Um, you know, you heard me talking about him before. Uh I, I think he is gonna have another monster season again. Uh 38th overall pick, Moritz Sider. Um, this one's a little bit more interesting. cider uh, very great defensive prospect uh, and now full-time NHLer for the Detroit Red-, Red Wings. Only thing is, can he replicate his rookie season? There is always a sophomore slump, so we'll see what happens with him. And maybe he can beat the sophomore slump, but if he can, great. If not, hold out until next year. Uh, 39th overall was Jake Gensel. Um Good, good pick. Um, you know, has a lot of scoring, uh, especially being centered by um, you know Sidney Crosby, so that helps a lot. And uh, I think that's a very good pick, as well. Because uh, primarily, primarily, you know, he's a he's a consistent goal scorer. So, uh, 40th overall, stature Demko. Demko had a very good year for Vancouver last year, so. Understandably, gets uh, taken off the board pretty quickly uh, in the fourth round. Aaron Ekblad, uh, defenseman for the Florida Panthers, goes 41 overall, or 41st overall. That's an all right uh, pick. Ekblad has some consistency issues and uh, some bad – kind of not lengthy, but he's been injury-prone for the last few seasons. So – Well, uh, you know, not a bad, uh, not a bad pick, but depends on how healthy he stays throughout the season, uh, for, uh, being a defenseman. Uh, 42nd overall was, uh, Gabriel Landeskog. So Landeskog had a very good year last year. Um, unfortunately that did get derailed by, uh, an injury and, but luckily was able to come back, help his team go to the uh, Stanley Cup final and win the cup. So, We'll see what the captain for uh, Colorado can do next season. I think he might be uh, pretty well. He put a very big part in their power play, and I think he's going to do that again this year. So then uh, Max Pacioretty is the 43rd overall pick. That is definitely going to change. Um, Pacioretty is out for six months, so you could stash him on your IR or... Just not draft him and see if he goes uh, undrafted throughout your drafts, but he's definitely going to be a good uh, name to keep your eye on while drafting uh, this year in fantasy. 44, uh, f- the 44th overall pick, Chris Kreider. Um, could be a pretty good pick uh, in the fourth round. All really depends on if he can replicate that. Uh, if He can replicate what the type of season he had last year. And if he can, great. Um, if not, he can. You know, he's always still in line for a whole lot of uh, power play goals for the New York Rangers. Forty uh, fifth overall pick is Quinn Hughes. Another good pick by uh, late in the fourth round. He uh, definitely has a lot of potential. Good, speedy, offensive uh, defenseman, and it's definitely going to be a key piece for uh, Vancouver's offense. 46th uh, overall is Johnny Gaudreau. Um Definitely going to, uh, definitely going to be. I'm curious to see how he plays in Columbus. So, I don't necessarily know how that's going to go, uh, how that's going to play out. I don't know who's on his line or any of that yet. So, once that starts to get um, ironed out through training camp and everything like that. We'll uh, see if he moves up or down the board. Uh, 47th overall is Mark Stone. Um, He had a very quiet season for Vegas last year. Uh, A lot of injuries. Uh, They couldn't activate him for cap reasons, but uh, they shipped off of Genny Dadnov this this offseason, so they have a little bit more cap room to work with. But now Robin Leonard went down, so we'll see what they do to replace him if they can, and I think uh, Stone is primed for a bounce back season. And the 48th overall pick and final pick of the fourth round is uh, Timo Meyer of the San Jose Sharks. Uh, good pick. Meyer is uh, has been a stud for the Sharks the last uh, couple seasons, and he'll definitely be a guy. Um, he'll definitely be someone to. That'll be very beneficial to your team uh for fantasy. So that uh that pretty much wraps everything up uh today. So next week we'll dive into rounds five and six. And uh, you know, we have a whole lot whole lot of other rounds to uh get into. Um there's a total of sixteen rounds. So it may not go all sixteen, may do like, you know, the next two and then go over uh the teams and talk about the you know teams that these guys crafted in the uh, for nhl.com uh, so that uh that's pretty much the show this week so uh, thank you all for listening and I hope you all have a great day